Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney. I'm our vice president here at Rise Up For You. I'm also your podcast host. And if you're looking for some personal and professional development today, you landed in the right spot on the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Let me introduce you to Karina Hatton. She is our guest today and you are just going to love her. She helps audiences grow their e-com business. After scaling her own clothing boutique to seven figures, she's on a mission to help you and others do the same. She's always loved business. She started her own business at five years old. Wow. She was selling magazines door to door. It sounds like my kids. <laughs> her first real job was a cashier at a local garden center. She loved the job and learned to work every single area at the store, even at 14 years old. So she always had that entrepreneurial spirit. And not only does Karina get to do what she loves, she was able to scale her online business to that seven figures. So she comes with a wealth of knowledge and experience. Now she's a sought after coach, helping hundreds of thousands of boutique owners experience growth that they only dreamed of before working with Karina. So whether you're a boutique owner, an entrepreneur in any field or a leader listening today and wanting some inspiration, welcome Karina to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. We're glad to have you on. So during the early days of growing your boutique, did you always have the vision that you knew it could work? A lot of small businesses don't make it. And now you not only did it work, now you help other entrepreneurs. But talk to me about the earlier days. Wow. So it's really funny because when I first started my boutique, when I first got the idea, I had just come off of a huge failure my husband and I had several businesses closed down in one year and we lost everything. And so I remember sitting at the kitchen table and saying, you know, I know that I'm supposed to be doing more. I just don't know what. And I remember just researching, trying to find something that piqued my interest. And so it was not about failure or being scared to fail. It was more like, okay, I've been to ground zero, you know, the only way to go is up at this point. So I'm going to give it everything I've got. And what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> wow. That, that attitude. And, you know, you talked about it in your bio, always having that entrepreneurship spirit as a kid. Did you see your parents as entrepreneurs or where did you get that spark from? Yeah, well, my parents owned their own business since I was, it had to have come from them. Uh, they tried to buy a restaurant when I was probably, I would say I was under three. They told me a story about how they were going to buy a restaurant, but it didn't work out. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. I didn't see them as those, that type of people, you know? And uh, so then when I was five, they opened their a business. And so I went to work with them every day. So I grew up, you know, climbing uh, piles of rocks and riding around in the, the little loader, the bucket of the loader and, and riding in the dump truck with my dad because he owned a landscape business. 
And it was back before the internet and obviously. And so it was really funny. We were right off the highway. And so people were always stopping in and looking for directions to get places. And I remember that vividly, just random strangers and seeing how my parents were so kind and helpful to people. And, you know, I just loved it. I loved talking to people that I didn't know. I loved being, I guess, in retail, you know, customer facing. So that's kind of where it started. <laughs> and wow. uh, I spent a lot of time just hanging out in the office. Wow. I love that. So what are some major things or themes that you see now helping entrepreneurs build their businesses? You went from doing it and then now helping others, there's a lot of entrepreneurs listening that are maybe in the baby stages or maybe in the frustrated stage or maybe on the brink of really scaling. I'm sure you see some common things. What are some of those? Common things that I see are they are scared to fail. Mm -hmm. That is huge. And that's one of the things that I do a lot of work with my, my ladies on is mindset, because I feel like when things get hard, a lot of people quit. And I love the saying that I think it was Zig Ziglar that the extra mile is never crowded. And it, it may not have been him. But I always think of him when I hear that. And that's what I tell them, you know, when it gets hard, that's when you push forward because most people will quit. That's when you know you're really on to something. That's what's going to set you apart. And so I think the mindset and, and it can be scary because you can also make some huge mistakes that can put you out of business. So one of the, the greatest things I did was I found a coach and someone, and that's what I help ladies with, you know, they're scared. And I had one yesterday say, I feel like I'm going to drown. If I launch my store, I might drown. And I said, well, you have a coach, you're working with me. So you have a life vest on. <laughs> so I'm not going to let you drown, you know? And, and I think that it's important in the beginning. And I didn't learn this until probably a couple of years ago. Really, you have got to have people you will never, ever reach your potential without people. And I've always kind of been a loner and thought, oh, I could do it myself. Oh, I could do that. I could do that. I can learn how to do that. I don't need anyone to help me. And I found that I have seen much greater success when I have let people in mm -hmm. and, and started building my network and um, putting myself out there, like being vulnerable. Oh. I love that. Yes, that vulnerability and transparency. We talk a lot at the company about emotional intelligence and that fourth pillar around relationship management, that ability to influence, the ability to be transparent has such a, a benefit. So if somebody's listening today and they're thinking, well, I would love to scale to I would love to have a boutique and mostly the people you work with, including your own online or did it start as a brick and mortar? Well, here's the funny thing is when I talk to ladies and when you think of an online store, a lot of them have this perception. I'm a hand talker. Um, a lot of them have this perception that that means you're going to turn on a website and you're going to people are going to come and they're just going to buy stuff from you. 
Right. And, and it's just not like that. And a lot of them have this fear of turning their store on because they think like the world is going to know. And I tell them, you know, no one's going to know your site's live. You actually have to drive people <laughs> to your site. Mm -hmm. So don't be scared to turn on your site. But that's the thing. You call it an online business, but really it's a, it's a not brick and mortar business. Because what we do is basically we're not tied down to those fixed costs that brick and mortars have all that overhead, right? right? So you literally pop up all over the place, but you do not have that rent to pay every month. Mm. So it's kind of it's kind of different, I think, than what people imagine as an online store. You're still putting yourself in front of people in the public. You just don't have all that overhead mm. of the brick and mortar. So it's kind of the opposite, but not. Yes, absolutely. A lot of the entrepreneurs that we work with, we're constantly helping them figure out, okay, why are you holding on to perhaps a brick and mortar? Why are you holding on to negative people? Why are you holding on to habits that don't support you? Whatever it is, whether it's a weight holding you down, like a literal physical building, if that doesn't mm -hmm. serve you, but there's so many things. And when you were talking about mindset, we love to talk about confidence and mindset, and that is a huge piece of it. Like like you said, great. I have a website. I talked with an entrepreneur the other day. She said, I'm going to spend $17,000 on my website. Yes, that is exactly what my face did. <laughs> and oh if you're my listening, gosh. Karina pretty much did a mic job, right? Yeah. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Pause, pause on that because we have to have clarity on what we're doing and why we're doing it and how we're doing it. And you may even build the website for free on your own and use a Wix platform or some platform. You do not need to do all the fancy, shiny stuff or another entrepreneur. Oh, I'm going to just spend gazillions of dollars on Facebook ads. How many followers do you have? Oh, I haven't even launched yet. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's really interesting because if you find someone that knows what they're doing, and and I my coaches laugh when I say this, I will do whatever you tell me to do. Because if you find they someone that has knowledge, you literally just have to follow their plan, like do what they say, and you will get results. Exactly. And you know, it's the people, the people that don't make it in my program are the ones that don't do the work and follow the strategies that are given to them. Exactly. It's almost like their mind is subconsciously um, self-sabotaging them or something like they have to believe that it will work for them. And if they don't believe it'll work, I can give them all the strategies in the world and it will not work because it all starts with their belief. And that's, that's the most important thing, I think. So what happens if somebody's listening as, as a lot of, a lot of, especially female entrepreneurs, we have both genders, all genders listening today, but we tend as women to sabotage ourselves, I think a little more. And I think that's, that's been proven in research where, so let's say somebody, it doesn't have the belief. What do you recommend they do to kind of start changing that? That's where community comes in. I have taken ladies with absolutely no belief in themselves, but they really, they want it, but they don't, they're not sure it'll work. I bring them into my community 
and they start getting support. They start seeing that it's working for this other person that's kind of like them. The community, the people that you surround yourself with is the absolute key to that. Mm -hmm. I have seen people's lives change just by who they hang out with. And so it's finding that community of people that are like you and maybe just ahead of you and seeing their results and seeing, okay, I have those same strategies, you know, that I can follow and I can do that too. And then their confidence starts to build up. Now, if they get into the community and they still aren't believing in themselves, then I can't save them. <laughs> it's, it's an it's inward like, job then. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, I also have a donut shop that I've had for 19 years. So I've had, it's a brick and mortar. And, and it's funny because I, I can take somebody with, they have to be morning people. I'll just say that we open at five 30 in the morning. You have to be happy at five 30 AM to work there or, or I can't help you. Right. So it doesn't matter if they don't know how to pack donuts. They don't know how to use the cash register. If they're a morning person and they are happy at five in the morning, I can help, you know, but if they're negative, I don't care how good they are at packing donuts. They can't work there. So it's kind of like that. Absolutely. It's the same idea if it's an inward job. And so a lot of times it's rebuilding that core confidence. Perhaps they tried something and it didn't work. And it's having right. compassion for ourselves and not letting that monkey chatter kind of derail us and talk to us negatively and tell us, you know, you're you're going to fail again. Why even try? Or you're not good enough. It's, it's literally catching it like it was a fly giving it a little hug because, you know, it's like your little inner child, but not the one you want to keep around and recreating their story and reminding themselves yeah. who they really are. And I think especially during COVID, a lot of us have been, we had maybe great aspirations and a lot of those changed, but sometimes for the better, especially in the online space, you and I are sitting here connecting via the StreamYard platform or you know, I just talked with a woman on WhatsApp in the UK to help her overcome her limiting beliefs. We have actually become closer, I think, as a globe. My community has grown in the last few years just because I was in the online space. Prior to that, I feel like I was set up for success, you know, because I was kind of hanging out there anyway. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely a new world than it was a couple of years ago. But I think for the better, I think people that maybe weren't tech savvy have learned, you know, like I, I get ladies that, Oh, I've never used zoom before. Okay. A million other people learned to use zoom in the last two years. You can do it too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Being able to overcome those limiting beliefs about us. Well, Karina, if we want to find you, uh, is the best place to go to your website? Yeah, it's onlineboutiquecoaching.com. And I might throw in, I just launched a podcast. So you can also find me on She Crushes Ecom on the Ooh. podcast on, on iTunes right now. I love it. She Crushes Ecom yeah. on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts. That on is awesome. Apple. Mm -hmm. On Apple. I love it. Awesome. So her website is onlineboutiquecoaching.com. Fantastic. Well, we love to ask a closing question, and that is, what does Rise Up For You mean to you? I just love that. I, I was drawn to that. And, you know, I hit rock bottom 
And I didn't even think for a minute about staying there. Um, it was 2013. We took bankruptcy. We lost our house and uh, lost everything. Got had nervous breakdowns. So I live Rise Up For You. I live it every day. Just the fact that I came back, I hope it inspires people. And you just have to keep getting up. And, and so that's what it means to me is, you know, okay, so you had a bad day. Get back up and try again. Yeah, exactly. Get back up and try again. Sounds like the, a song. <laughs> but yeah. <I> <laughs> I love it. Well, Karina, thank you so much for being on the podcast, but really for your persistence, your tenacity, and then for you to be successful and now give the gift of that to others. So thank you for yeah. what you do. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's what I was made for, actually. I, I feel like if I hadn't had those um, things happen to me, I wouldn't be doing what I was meant to do. So mm. thank you that. so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Oh, what a great conversation. We could talk all day about mindset and belief. And really, we're talking about entrepreneurship today, but it goes even if you're working for a company or you're leading a large company, all of it starts with ourselves. It's been my pleasure to be your host today on the podcast. Did you know that you can work with us for as low as $149 a month? You can. It's our power coaching program. You can text the word power to 949 416 0671 and find out all about our power coaching program. Until the next time I see you, I hope that you rise up for you.